I'm Mike Boyle, and this is the Restaurant Show on News Talk 710-K-N-U-S. It is Saturday, December 30th, the last Saturday of the year, but not the last show. I'll be back tomorrow with another live show from 10 o'clock until noon. It's been kind of a wild week. Um, Monday was Christmas Day. I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful day. I was invited over to my ex-wife's family and her husband and his family's house and had a wonderful, wonderful day. Wednesday, Russell Wilson, our $200-plus million quarterback, was benched. He's upset. You know what? You you need to be ticked off if you're making $30, $35 million a year and you're not getting any respect. Um, and then Friday... Of course, yesterday, um, was it Thursday or Friday, Lauren Boebert announced that uh, after doing everything she could to turn the 3rd Congressional District blue, she's going to move into the District 4 where I live and run for the Republican nomination uh, to replace Ken Buck. So anyway, it's been a busy, busy week. A lot of bowl games going on. A lot of you know what's it? Last night was a fun game. Missouri beat Ohio State. You know I'm just not a big Ohio State football fan, so it was kind of fun to see Missouri win that. Watched a little bit of Reacher, the Lee Child book uh, TV series adapted for TV. I really I like it. I like it a lot. I I, I I'm not sure. If they'd lost a little luster after the first year, but it's, it's very, very good. I spent a lot of time with Pete Coors. Pete Coors, of course, the former chairman and CEO of the Molson Coors Brewing Company because he's retired, but still doing a lot of work for him. But uh, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about why I spent a lot of time with him, what we talked about, and how we are going to get that out to you so uh, another thing I did is I talked to the folks at the Bew House Restaurant. Of course, they were open Christmas Eve day with their buffet. They were open all Christmas Eve night. And then they were open their regular hours on Christmas Day. And it was a big time for them. And it, it just goes to show that if you want to build your business, you build your business by being open, not by figuring out ways to be Closed. So I talked to Tyler Warfield, the vice president of operations, and I said, can I have some gift certificates to give away on the air? And he said, yeah. So today, in the course of the show, between now and 5 o'clock, if you want to give me a call, 303-696-1971, I'll take your calls. You go on the air. Tell me where you've been, what you've done, a restaurant you found, a place you enjoy, and uh, I'll put you in a drawing for a $50 gift certificate. And you know what? They've got one right across the Coors Field. They've got one in Old Town Middleton. They've got one in Colorado Springs and another in Centennial. So some place has got to be somewhat close to you. So give me a call if you'd like, and uh, I'll come back and we'll talk about <coughs> you, oh, pardon me. Other stuff. You're on the restaurant show. That's All right, fourteen is the time ahead of the second one hour. We are in fourteen minutes after three. I'm Mike Boyle. This is the restaurant show, broadcasting on News Talk 710 KNUS. I found I was talking with Patty Calhoun. Patty Calhoun is the founder of the owner of publisher editor. Got a lot of titles of Westward, and uh, 
I've known Patty for years. I always think she does a nice job. Um, politically, they're a little bit different than me, but uh, but that's okay. Um, but I was talking to her, and I just found that there's a list of the Westward Best 100 restaurants in the Denver metro area and the best bars. And um, I thought I would share with these some of these with you, not all 100, but uh, just so that maybe if you make a New Year's resolution, do you have any New Year's resolutions? I, I just don't bother with New Year's resolutions, except I am going to, as far as the show is concerned, I'm going to make it a point to do more meal deals this year. I'm going to do more lunch bunches, more supper clubs. Maybe we'll throw in a breakfast or two. And I'm going to give away more gift certificates. Um, restaurants love giving these things. And, uh, and sometimes they get a little lazy. And I call Steve Shaw at the Black IP. He loves giving them away. And people love the Black IP. There's eight of them all up and down the front range. So I just thought that I'd start asking restaurants to give me some certificates. And as you participate in the show, you, it becomes very synergetic. I throw out the name of the restaurant. You call. Maybe you get the gift certificate. You don't even have to come to the station. I mail it to you. And then you go and enjoy a meal and hopefully follow up with a call to the station, a report. So 303-696-1971, I got a $50 View House gift certificate. Uh, and if we don't get any calls today, because I know you're busy, uh, probably taking down some of the Christmas lights, uh, maybe getting ready for New Year's Eve, maybe you're at the mall returning that ugly Christmas sweater that you got for a present. But uh, if you want to give a call, we'd love to hear from you. Speaking of gift cards, Americans spent over $30 billion on gift cards this holiday. That's an estimate, but over $30 billion with billions of dollars will go unused. Yeah. So you get a gift card, you forget about it, you put it in the drawer. The, uh, there, there's, been some there's been some cleanup on that. There used to be that you know, you got it at Christmas and it expired the end of June or after the end of June, it didn't expire, but it began to lose value of a dollar or two or three a month. Uh, that stuff's been corrected. But uh, I'm a big fan of gift cards, but $30 billion in gift cards. So if you'd like a gift card from the View House restaurant, give me a call and uh, go on the air. Um, we just did a spot for um, Bagnall Carpet Cleaning. I'm having a get-together tomorrow night. I'm doing what I call the old people's New Year's Eve. All right? You remember when we used to all go out and we had to be out at midnight, the ball dropped, we had to kiss everybody in sight, we had to do shots. Then, you know, we got a little older and we said, we want to be home by 10 o'clock, we'll watch the ball drop and go to bed. Then we got a little older and we wanted to be home by 8 o'clock and we didn't give a damn about the ball drop and uh, didn't worry about that. And then we got to the point where you said, you know what, I think I'm just going to stay home, have a drink at home, put a fire in the fireplace and watch whatever happens to be on television. Well, I just decided that a few years ago we shouldn't let New Year's Eve go completely away. So I created what I call the old people's New Year's Eve. And you don't have to be old to be invited. I invited a number of people that be coming to my house, but it goes from five to seven. 
All right. So you come over. It's dark. The Christmas lights will be on. You come over. You get here five, five fifteen. I put out all the booze, beer, wine, margaritas from Coyote Gold. There'll be plenty of bourbons, and there'll be plenty of scotches, and there'll be plenty of other stuff for those of you that might want to enjoy that. We've got a couple of people that really like that Captain Morgan rum, so we'll have Captain Morgan rum for them. There'll be party platters uh, around the house, and there'll be snacks. And uh, while I ask people not to bring anything, I know that a couple of the ladies will bring stuff, but it'll be a fun party. You know, when I first started it, I would call people and say, I'm sending you an invitation to a New Year's Eve party. And it was the response was immediate. We don't go out. We don't want to go out on New Year's Eve. It's, it's amateur hour, and there's too many cops, and everybody's drunk. And went, calm down, calm down. Just read the invitation. And so they would read the invitation and call me back and say, oh, that sounds pretty cool. I think we will be there. So anyway, looking forward to that. Uh, looking forward to that tomorrow night. Whatever you have in mind, love to hear from you. 303 Six nine six nineteen seventy one. Broncos play tomorrow at two thirty. Um, so the game will still be going on when the party starts. The Broncos announced this week that they are benching Russell Wilson, and um, who knows what the story is there? <coughs> Sorry, I had to sneeze. Um, I personally, I don't know how you feel about this. You can weigh in on this. I personally haven't felt particularly good ever since he got here. I just felt like we got fleeced in the trade with Seattle. Then, even though he's got a contract year remaining at a big salary, the general manager of the Broncos gives him another five years, obviously on make goods. But uh, so anyway, so it'll be interesting to see tomorrow. You know, they're seven and eight. If they win both games, it'll be nine and eight. Will it get them into the playoffs? Who knows? If they get into the playoffs, I guarantee you they're going to run into a buzzsaw. They're going to run into some team that will absolutely kick their butt. So uh, maybe it's better if we go nine and eight, don't make the playoffs, and begin to crank up for 2024. All right, 303-696-1971. Let's do this. Let's take a break and come back and talk about plenty more on the restaurant show. All right, 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971. I want okay, whoop, we got a caller, he hung up, 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971. I saw something that I thought I would share with you. I saw an article that says, when is this movie going to start? I've been here half an hour. It's by a New York-based writer and critic. And, uh, of course, we're the restaurant, travel, movies, books, sports show. By the way, I got a nice email from a listener that wants to know if I would put together a group to Rhode Island, a group trip to Rhode Island. Of course, on January 10th, we're leaving for Mexico. Um, I have not thought about take I've taken a group to Cape Cod a number of years ago that was fun we went to the Kennedy Museum and uh, it's really pretty nice up there we did a lot of stuff up there but uh, haven't really given any thought to a trip to Rhode Island so we'll talk a little bit about that but also I want to talk about movies and the length of movies but first don't want to keep callers waiting everybody that calls today is going to go into drawing for a $50 gift certificate to the view house let's go to Byron Byron Welcome to the show. 
Well, hi, Mike. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Did you have a nice Christmas? Very nice with the family and the grandkids. Well, good. Good. And was everybody in town? Yes, everybody's in town, and that's uh, that's a good thing. We don't have to, like, fly to Chicago or anything. <laughs> Although I was talking to a friend of mine who's a Southwest captain, and uh, he said uh, the holidays seemed – and, of course, we all know Southwest problems last year, but uh, it seems that everything went pretty smoothly, maybe a little bit of a delay here, a little bit of weather there, but he said things went pretty smoothly. So, anyway, uh, what's on your mind? Yeah, it sure seemed like it did go smoothly. Um, well, I met a lady this uh, week. Her name is Denise, and she's going with you to Mexico here in a couple of weeks. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. I know who Denise is. Denise started traveling with my groups maybe, I don't know, it might have been the first group trip I took after the shutdown. We were shut down in March. Uh, me being the contrarian that I am, I said, I'm not shut down. And uh, I went around and did my own thing. But when it got to November, I said, you know what? We are now six months into our two-week shutdown. I'm going to take a group to Mexico. And I believe that she traveled with us on that first trip and had so much fun. She said, I want to go on every single trip and has ever since then. So how did you meet Denise? Well, uh, she, uh, I met her at one of our clients' home uh, while they were out of town. She was kind of house-sitting for them. So it, okay. was, it was kind of a fun deal. And uh, she did talk highly of them. I'm actually talking, trying to talk my wife into going on one with you. So would love you to do what, that. Byron, you know what, Byron? This is probably what you would expect me to say. But they're fun. And we have... We're taking 30 people to Cabo. We've taken anywhere from, say, 24, 25 to 50. And everybody just seems to get along very, very well. Everybody seems to be very social. And they're just, and, and we've got people um, that have met on these trips, and they now do things in town together. They meet for breakfast, lunch, dinner. And so I, I would just say that, and a lot of people like to travel, but, you know, and I've been all over the world and I've done a lot of it by myself, but it's, sometimes it's just, I like going on the, I'm not a group guy really, but the way I always say it is we travel as a group, but we don't travel as a pack. So if you want to go do a city tour, you go do it. If you want to stay by the pool all day, you do that. So we'd love to have you. Where's the place or well, two that uh, you enjoy dining out? Oh, well, uh, we do. Unfortunately, my wife does like to do the chain restaurants, and I love doing the ones that are not chain restaurants. It's a little <laughs> independent. Um, the And I forgot the name of it, but it's the little Mexican restaurant in Parker, uh, Parker Road in uh, Lincoln, right by the uh, Arby's there. Just a popular, now, most popular restaurant, and I hard to get in there. I think it's called Mariachi. Isn't, isn't it called Mariachi? Is it Mar yeah, I think you're right. I Honestly, I'm not good with names that much. I just love going there, and the food's great. And uh -huh. it's always packed. Man, you try to go there, you know, dinner time, and it's just out the door. 
So yeah, no, I, I believe it's called Mariachi, right. Brian, and it's yeah, uh, it's a little bit north of Lincoln and just on the west yep. side of uh, yep. Parker Road. Mm-hmm. You're right, and just it's got one of those. Love it. It's got one of those building looks like it could have been formerly a Coco's or or yeah, something I was, like that. We had that conversation uh, a few months ago when we were there, and I'm going, what was this restaurant? Because there's one in, in uh, Castle Rock. It's exactly the same thing, and now that's a, a Mexican restaurant as well. And, um, yep. you know, it's the exact same building. Guadal- and that one's called Guadalajara. Yeah, it's on Guadalajara, Road. Yeah. Yep, right, yep. Up, right up I-25. Have you been to the View House at all? I've been there a couple times, It's and I'd love to go back if you happen to draw my name. And that is one of the reasons I did call in, but, you know, it, it prompted me to bring up Denise's name at the same time. So, Well, bless your heart. Well, thank you very much. Where do you live? Uh, what town? What cross streets? We're in, Par- we're in Parker. Okay. Right all off right. of well, basically I've, I've, Chambers I've, and Lincoln. Obviously, getting to the View House of Centennial wouldn't be a difficult deal at all. And don't forget their Sunday brunch. It's as good as there is in this town. Brian, we've got you in the uh, drawing. Thank you very much for the call. Good call. Uh, 303-696-1971. Let's go to Tim in Inglewood. Tim, welcome to the show. Uh, How are you doing, Mike? I'm having a great day. I've had a great year. How's your year been? Oh, it's been great. It's been great. Hey, I met a couple people that know you, and I just wanted to put a, you know, a plus on them. Um, they own a restaurant in Castle Rock. Do they have a name? Yeah, Pegasus. Okay, John and Janie Delay, of course. How did yeah. you run into them? Did you, go, did you go and eat there, or how did you run uh, into no. them? Uh, no, actually, I was doing a delivery of uh, construction material uh, to a place they're working on. And, uh, uh-huh. yeah, I ran into him. And I tell you what, two of the nicest people I've ever met. They are. They're very sweet. You know, they've had that restaurant over 30 years now. And, uh, and um, of course, they're open for breakfast and lunch five days a week. And tomorrow... Mm-hmm. Sunday will be absolutely crazy busy as it is every Sunday. So, uh, have you eaten the Pegasus? No, I haven't. I'm I got to grab my two kids and go on down and eat there. But uh, no, I was just, just doing deliveries. Uh-huh. Doing where do you, where but, do you live? What town do you live in? Uh, Littleton. Uh, they call it Inglewood, but it's Littleton. Uh huh. You've got a view um, house right there at uh, in Old Town Littleton. And, uh, yeah. Have you been to a view house restaurant? I have. I've been to the one on uh, off of Arapahoe. Okay, good. And give me a place yeah, or two yeah. over there in Inglewood, Littleton that you enjoy. Um, you know what? There's um, old. Well, I don't think they advertise with you. Um, is it? Old. That's okay. Um, well, there's a yeah. lot more that don't than do. That's for sure. Go ahead. Right. Right. But anyway, I want to um, put a thumbs up for these people. They're the greatest people I've met in years. John and Janie. Well, that's nice. Now, yeah. let me ask you this, Tim. Do you go to the movie? Do you go to the movie theater? Um, boy, rarely. Every three years. And and let, let me ask let me ask you 
Did the shutdown have anything to do with that, or the prices at the movie house have anything to do with it? Because I've got an article here that says, when is the movie going to start? I've been here a half hour. And it's, a, it's an interesting article. It's kind of a fun article. It's a little bit tongue-in-cheek about all of the ads and the right. commercial and all of that stuff that starts before the movie. Um, so I've just gotten I mean, to the point. I got to go ahead. Oh, you got you grab a pop and some popcorn. You before the movie starts, you got to go to the restroom. You know, <laughs> it's ridiculous. You know. Well, Tim, we're coming up on a break. I've got you and Brian in the drawing for a $50 gift certificate to the View House Restaurant. Thanks for contributing to the show. Thanks for the nice words about John and Janie at Pegasus Restaurant. And we're going to talk a little bit more about movies, but we can also take your calls when we come back on The Restaurant Show. Uh, yeah, I'm looking out on the golf course, and uh, there's a little bit of snow still out on the golf course, but it's a gorgeous day. It was a little cold this week, but uh, anyway, we're going to get back to the phones, 303-696-1971. But before I go to Carol, uh, there's was in the news this week that a lot of major corporations have already begun to reduce the size of or eliminate their DEI departments, diversity, inclusion, I beg your pardon, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And um, first of all, to me, if you need to get a job under a DEI program, you probably shouldn't have the job anyway. But let me just say this, that on the Mike Boyle restaurant show, there will be no changes whatsoever in our DEI positions, okay? We do not have a DEI department, nor will we ever have one, nor will we ever advocate for anybody else to have one. I think I made myself fairly clear there. Let's go to Carol. Carol, welcome to the show. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you also. Thank you. What do you got? Well, you were talking about the View House, and I just wanted to let you know that we went there for the Thanksgiving buffet, and it was absolutely wonderful. You know what, Carol? I got a call on my morning show from a lady that said that she would look at another brunch. The brunch called her up the day before, and it was a big party, as you can imagine, and said, we've decided to raise the price between 8 and $10 per person the day before. Wow. And she and she obviously got a call from an underling, a um, little embarrassed to make the call. So she called mm-hmm. back and talked to the manager. And the manager grudgingly said that she would honor the price that had been quoted originally. Now, first of all, the call never should have been made. And right. a manager shouldn't ever grudgingly have to concede that she'll give you the price that had been agreed on in the first place anyway. But neither her nor there, but it prompted her to say, I don't know why we didn't go to the View House brunch in Colorado Springs. We love it. It's the best in town. They do a wonderful job. 
And I'm not going to make that mistake again. You like the view house oh. brunch. I think you do a fabulous job. Oh, it was excellent. We went to the one up uh, on I-25. Okay, and, of course. Uh, yeah, Centennial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Centennial, and it was uh, very, very good. I mean, they, and it was kind of nice because they even gave us a to-go to go box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you don't see to-go boxes with buffets very often, do you? Nope, nope. We were we were pretty surprised, and it, but it was really nice because we were able to bring a little bit of the dessert home, and uh, uh-huh. it was wonderful. Do you um, do you go to the View House? Other times, you know, that was the first time we'd ever gone, but we will go uh-huh. back. <laughs> well, and and they've got that great. They've got that lunch. They're, they've got two columns, and you pick one item, two items, one from each side for thirteen fifty. And you know, yeah, I just went to Freddy's this week. I like Freddy's. I like their steak burger, the jalapeno pepper jack cheese steak burger. Uh-huh. I get the fries. Uh-huh. I get myself a Pepsi. Um, they always are very nice. First of all, they offer a veteran's discount, um, which isn't a big deal to me. I, if, if it's offered, I take it. Um, but they also have a plain patty for the dog. And it was almost $13. And I thought to myself, this is really good. The food's very good. They're very pleasant. But for 13 bucks, you can have lunch at the View House. One column will have the French onion soup, the green chili. The other column will have the fish and chips, the burger. So I, I would suggest that uh, you give it some thought. So uh, would yeah, you like me to put yeah. you in the drawing for a gift certificate? I would love it. <clears throat> Do you ever go to movies? Oh, yes. We, in fact, Sounds we like just went and saw the boys in a boat. How was it? Oh, tell me how it was. I love the it, I love the book. I love the story, and I will see it. But you're kind of leading me into what I wanted to talk about with movies. <laughs> how was it? It was really, really good. I I highly recommend it. It was very, very good. This article says it took me a few weeks to get out. This is the critic to get out and see the Martin Scorsese movie. Killers of the Flower Moon. The running time of three hours and 20 minutes can be a bit daunting, uh, but on a weeknight, I trekked over to the local multiplex in New York City for an 8.30 showing. Um, since I knew it would be a long evening, I made sure I arrived a little late to miss some of the pre-show ads and trailers. Not late enough. <laughs> I still had to sit through over a half an hour of previews, AMC Theater Promotions, Leonardo DiCaprio coming on the screen, not in the movie, but interviewing Scorsese about the historical background of the film. Three Mm -hmm. or four minutes of their gab, the theater finally darkened. I thought the film was about to start, but oh no, there's Scorsese addressing the audience once more to talk about how honored he is to tell this powerful historic uh, historical story. By the time the movie mm-hmm. dawdled on the screen, the three-hour and 26-minute film had ballooned into a nearly four-hour evening. Yeah. <laughs> it was a really good and movie, that, though. <laughs> and Nicole Kidman. 
pardon me, Nicole Kidman thanking me for going to the theater. I have not seen Oppenheimer, Killers of the Flower Moon, and obviously I have not seen The Boys in the Boat yet. Uh, and well, are, who are, 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 do you have a significant other in your life? Yes, my husband. Okay, so when you go, it's the two of you, right? And so he doesn't go to I, movies. I have to find somebody else. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. But yeah. doesn't all that stuff bug you? I was at a movie. I was at uh, Maverick, and that was the last time I went to a theater. And I, it was. I mean, it, there had to be. If I'm lying, I'm dying, Carol. There had to be eight previews, and yep. finally. It, <clears throat> I'm saying to myself, when is this movie going to start? So I watch for them to come because I've got a big screen in my house like most people do now. And mm-hmm. I figure, what the hell, I'll just watch it on my own. I'll pay the fee. Well, what happens is when the movies go to the screening services now, like mm-hmm. Oppenheimer was $20, $20 to rent. Now, mm-hmm. I I don't want to rent it for 20 bucks and sit here by myself, all right? This yeah. isn't a cry for yeah. help. I don't need a date. I don't need somebody <laughs> to watch a movie with me. But what I said was, you know, I just wait. And Oppenheimer, I can't remember what services. I've got Prime Video. I'm on Xfinity, and I've got Netflix. But it's now down to five ninety nine. Oh, that's so great. I'll watch it for five ninety nine for twenty bucks. I, that's just a. But for five ninety nine, I can watch it. I can stop it. I can go to the bathroom. I can get another beer. I can watch an hour yep. and a half and finish the other hour and a half tomorrow. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to let listeners know that Oppenheimer is now out on television for five ninety nine on whatever service it is. But I, I just don't know. How many? I'm not boycotting. I'm not. I just don't know how many more times I'm going to go to the movie theater, Carol. Yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot of people are feeling that way. Well, and they're and you get a ten dollar bag of popcorn. You know, yep. all of that type of stuff. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I'm going to put you That's in what, the drawing. I've got. Who do I have? I have Brian. No, Byron. I have Byron, Tim, and Carol. And one of you will get a call from me right at the end of the show, and I'll get your snail mail address, and I will mail it to you, and that way you won't have to even go to the station to pick it up. How does that sound? That sounds wonderful. Give me a restaurant or two that you like to visit. You know, we like Guadalajara over on Abilene. Okay. Up in Aurora. Mm-hmm. And this is going to sound really weird, but I like Las Casitas. At the Denver Airport. Really? It's so yeah. It's in Concourse is, is it, C, and they have the okay, best chili right. cheese tamales you could ever have. <laughs> I fly United. Do I fly Concourse B or C? I think United is Concourse B, isn't it? I think it's B. Yeah, so I don't I don't get over to see what's the name of it? Las Casitas or La Casitas. La Casitas, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. 
And my and husband had one of their burritos. He said it was really good, but I go for the chili cheese tamales. <laughs> I'll remember that if I ever. What's on C, Southwest? Yes. All right. Well, if I ever take another Southwest flight, Southwest and I are are at odds. Um, oh. And and it's, it's not it's it's for only one reason. It's because you can be a one, and I have to. Mm-hmm. But you're a. But if they have twenty, thirty, they had last week one fifty group people that pre-boarded. So I would be eight. Oh, really? All right, we're going to go and take a break. We're going to get Carol in the drawing. Give me a call, 303-696-1971. All right, 354 here on the Mike Ball Restaurant Show. Happy to have you aboard. 303-696-1971. Good contributions from Byron, Tim, Carol. And uh, we're going to get back to Bob here in just a moment. But, you know, I went to, and I've told the story before, Mexico, and for one reason or another, I had miles on Southwest, and I don't know if it was because I was carrying a Southwest credit card among my other credit cards, and I said, well, I'm going to go to Mexico. So I made a reservation, and I found myself, you know how they have A, B, and C, and they joke that A is anywhere in the aircraft, B is back, and C is center seats, and um, uh I said, okay, so I booked my ticket, and I'm A30. All right, I'm going to be the 30th person to board. Well, I've got this ticket. So when I get there, they said, well, you're going to be the – I said, I'd like to sit the bulkhead. They, I buy A1, all right? But you're not A1 because they let pre-boards go first. And look, if you're an invalid or if you're somebody that legitimately needs to pre-board, but they let anybody pre-board that says, I want to pre-board. And supposedly, but we're Americans, so what do we do? We abuse it. So on the way back when I was in Mexico, I told the gate agent, I want to be first on the plane. He said, well, you're A1. I said, I don't care. You're going to pre-board. Can you help me out? And he said, yes, stand. I'll tell you where to stand when I see you at the gate. And I went on the plane first. Now, you can tell me that I'm a jerk because I went on board between all the wheelchairs and whatever, people that needed assistance. But, you know, they've abused it to the point where I had a Southwest gate agent tell me they had 38 pre-boards on a flight the day before. On a flight last week, they had a flight with 50 pre-boards. So if you are A1, you're a frequent flyer with Southwest, or you pay for A1, and you wind up being A51, I think you've got a right to be pissed. That's just my personal opinion. Let's see what Bob has to say. Bob, welcome to the show. Yeah, can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine, Bob. Yeah, I've got a question about uh, recommendation for a Mexican restaurant, uh, specifically for uh, like uh, chimichanga and uh, beef fajitas. Um, 
in when I say beef or, or the chimichangas uh, that would have beef in them also. So you're asking me for a recommendation for a restaurant that has good chimichangas with beef. Yep. And uh, when I say, I I should stipulate more that it's more like steak uh, chimichanga. Well, it wouldn't matter if it was ground beef, shredded beef, or steak. My response would be the same. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, and I know, and I know, I know you and probably other people are saying, "Well, wait a minute, you're the restaurant guy." I don't go to every Italian restaurant and eat the calamari. I don't go to every Mexican restaurant and try every dish on the menu. I don't know where you live. I don't know what the cross streets are. So I'm not I'm not being rude, but it's just a question that I can't answer. What's the old What's the old joke about how long's a piece of string? Well, it depends. But I don't know. Where are some places that you go now that have well, that you I, that you've enjoyed? I'm new. I'm new here, so I haven't been to. I've only been to one place, and, and, and so. Where do you, Where do you live? Where do you, Where do you live? They call it the reunion area. It's between Brighton and Commerce City. It's about 120, 120th and Chambers. Okay. All right. Where did you move here so from? It's north. It's it's northeast. Uh, I moved from uh, Washington State. Well, I'll tell you what I will do. We'll take your name and phone number, and I will throw it out to listeners to give me an email with a couple places that I might be able to recommend to you. How does that sound, Bob? I appreciate you listening to the show. And since you are a first-time listener, I'm probably going to come up with a little gift certificate for you anyway. So make sure we have your name, make sure we have your phone number, and uh, we'll get you we'll get you locked into the restaurant show every Saturday, 3 to 5, and Sunday, 10 to noon. All right, we got an hour in the books. We're going to go and take a break for news. Got a travel segment coming up in the second segment. We'll be back with another hour of the restaurant show. News Talk 710 KNUS. 